0: It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another
1: episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available, of course, every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. The weekend has arrived. Woohoo! It is uh, Saturday the 8th today of July for 2023. What a crazy sort of a Week that we have had. Best that we put it to bed and leave it behind us. But, however, talking about that, of course, a lot of uh, stress with mortgages. And this morning, we are going to be speaking with Vincent Kandra Winata. And he is a first home property buyer. He's a millennial. And we welcome him to the real estate breakfast this morning. And a very
2: good morning to you, Vincent. Very good morning indeed, happy weekend. And what a week, you said it perfectly right. Fortunately for us, we have a a bit of a reprieve, a, a little bit of a breather this week.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a breather. Now tell us a little bit about your situation because you bought your property back in 2019 and I think everybody, as soon as you say 2019, people go, wow, yeah,
2: low interest rate. That's correct. And as a millennial, we consume information and we analyze it a lot of people say that millennials we don't do anything but we actually consume information really well and at that time the governor of reserve bank australia said that they will not be increasing the interest rate and at that time going into the housing market is a milestone it's a dream it's something that a lot of people working towards to we are very lucky in terms of buying in 2019 moving from an apartment into a house when the interest rate started to to, to climb At first, you thought that this is manageable. This is something that will go down again. We are just going through a cycle. However, 12 hikes later, we are at the edge of worrying if we actually are losing the dream of of owning a house because of this pressure from uh, from the interest uh, rate.
1: Yeah, some very valid points that you are making. And we will come back after the break, talk more about just how you are fearing in 2023 with your mortgage and some of the thoughts and I guess the reservations around your mortgage that you have thought about. So we'll talk about all of that coming up next.
0: If you're serious about real estate. We're serious about delivering the most comprehensive property information every week. From interest rates rising, a shifting landscape, rentals running hot, clearance rates, a tight rental market, we cover it all every morning from 6am on The Real Estate Breakfast.
1: Well, Australia's Reserve Bank, they have been criticised in plenty of different corners for not raising its cash rate as much as other countries, like countries that include Canada, the UK, the US and New Zealand, who have raised their rates far more significantly compared to Australia. And the Australian borrowers on variable rates make up roughly 70% compared to much lower percentages in other countries. Of course, if you are in the US, you can fix the term, the life of the mortgage for 30 years. And boy, wouldn't that be nice in these conditions. So the experts at the moment, they're saying two more rate rises this year. But then the other side of that, they're saying that it could be a very quick reversal and the rates start coming down. So whichever way you look at it, it seems that we're in for another couple of rate rises between now and Christmas. I know we just have to suck that up and we'll be back with Vincent in just a moment. It is the 8th of July. If you're celebrating your birthday, happy birthday, blowing out those candles today. Kevin Bacon is turning 65. Billy Crudup, Jennifer Aniston's boss in the morning show He's turning 55 and Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, he's not that young anymore. He's turning 25, not that 25 is old, but you always sort of identify Jaden Smith as a teenager. It's the
0: main centre forecast.
1: Let's head around the country and check on our Saturday weather. And in Sydney, expecting sunshine, but expect also some pretty windy conditions and your top of 21. Melbourne, expecting showers and also windy conditions. Just 14 for you today. Brisbane is the place to be. 21 degrees and blue skies and sunshine. And in Perth, expect the hours, I'm
0: afraid, and your high 18. From investment strategies to market analysis. Know Your Property with us on The Real Estate Podcast.
1: And we are back talking with Vincent this morning on your Saturday. Now, the Reserve Bank's decision to keep the cash rate unchanged, I think the key word here is provides temporary relief for home borrowers. But the concerns, of course, they remain high, don't they, Vincent? Because it's almost like you're just waiting now for the next one that possibly can just push you you know that bridge too far.
2: That is correct and the operative word is uh, temporary it's not so much of the relief it's what is another 25% in the grand scheme of everything compared to the interest rate that we, we we sign up for when we purchase it in 2019. So I'm not saying that this is not a relief but I'm saying that this is a temporary relief and there are around 6.5 millennials uh, in Australia and together with gen sets, we we make up nearly 40% of the population. And I think a lot of us are being pressured not only by the first mortgage, but also we are uh, some of us have kids, we have other obligations. We came up from the very uncertain, Uh, job market post-COVID-19 pandemic, so it feels like our generation uh, for the very first time are being faced with the real possibility of of financial hardship that probably we never experienced it before because Australia, we're in a very lucky position that we skipped a lot of the financial hardship that the rest of the world uh, were facing before this. And I feel that the word temporary actually creates a lot of anxiety around it. Because say, for example, if the RBA say that there will be three more interest rate high, brace for it, brace for impact. I feel that we as a society are informed enough to make an educated management to our financial situation. It's the anxiety surrounding the every month thinking that Will they or will they not? Believe it or not, it actually adds quadruple the anxiety around the interest height height itself.
1: So just talk to that because it's something that we have had on the podcast. Now, we have talked to an expert with regard to the whole anxiety, but unless you're really in it, like what you are and other friends of yours, it's hard to sort of know exactly how you are feeling. So maybe just sort of talk to that a little bit, not only you, but your observations around some of your friends. Once again, they're looking at the whole situation of can they hold on? And that's the other key thing about this is holding
2: on for dear life. That is correct. And a lot of my friends, some of them are were actually being very smart in terms of buying their first home in the way that they might not have uh, enough to buy where they live and work. For example, in Sydney Metro, they probably buy in, in other states or in a more remote area where, where their money goes a lot more uh, in terms of buying their first property and then they rent it out. A lot of them actually are being uh, pushed to considering selling their investment property because the rent that they're getting from their property is actually not covering the mortgage. And I have to say that I can't speak for everyone in, in my generation, but whenever I speak to a friend of like friends of mine who own rental property or investment property, they know how significant the pressure is in terms of your uh, monthly budget, they don't actually necessarily increase the, the, the rate of their rental property because they know themselves that if they are struggling, people who are renting their property are also struggling. So I feel that that is a pos- positive story that, that shows that we're in this together. However, a lot of them are also really seriously considering selling because it's costing them more. And together with other debt or other credit that they, are, they take out in terms of living costs, in terms of a buy now, pay later, or credit card interest, they all pile up. And for, for the very first time, I personally hear from my friends that they're struggling. And you can notice that it's very noticeable. Instead of going out every week, you don't see them that often or instead of going out go to each other's house to catch up instead of uh, spending money outside i'm a scientist so i'm not an economist it's just it just doesn't make sense in my head because if we slow down the economy yes theoretically it's slow it brings down inflation but i mean 70 percent of australian econo- economy is being powered by small businesses so it's the the cafe uh, down the street or mom and pop shop uh, news agency uh, around the corner. So if this engine of small business die in Australia, I think that is going to be really bad for Australia as a whole because when you weaken economy of of our community, in my mind, the logic is that you're weakening the the whole economy in Australia. And I just don't know where the lesser evil, choosing between two evils and going for lesser evil, when will this end?
1: Yes, and you make some good points, and of course, it's middle of Australia that is being affected the most. Those that have very small mortgages, those older demographics uh, that may be mortgage-free, they're not affected by this, and it's a fair comment that you are making. Let's just come to your variable or fixed rate. So tell us a
2: little bit about what's going on with your own mortgage. So I fixed a, a, a portion of the mortgage uh, back in 2020. However, I didn't have Crystal Ball back then, so at that time when you fix mortgage, it's more about managing the risk. But obviously, had I known that the mortgage, uh, the interest rate will go up this high, I would have fixed majority, or if not all of my mortgage. But obviously, hindsight is 2020. I couldn't change what I knew back then. Couple that with the, I know that it's not a guarantee, but when someone with the title of governor, uh, the governor of RBA. It comes with authority and with an official seal for the advice when they say that, when he said that it's not going to go up, I feel that it, it is very misleading. If anyone else that is not in, in that capacity making an advice like that, if a financial advisor or say, for example, an insurance or investment company making that kind of statement and people, the whole country is taking financial decision based on that advice, I think they are liable. They would be li- They would be held liable in terms of the decision that people are making based on that advice. I'm not placing the blame to the Reserve Bank of Australia. I'm an educated and informed person. I do know that they have to act independently to provide this blunt instrument, like you said, to curb inflation rate. However, I do think that there need to be more control and more oversight in terms of what they can say.
1: I will keep my fingers crossed for you, Vincent. I hope that you can hang on. And thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Really
2: appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and uh, good luck for everyone out there because, you know, we need that. And if I can say one more thing, as a small business owner, Australian business owner, I really do hope that uh, all of us can support Australian business, Australian-owned business, because when our community is strong, our country is strong.
0: Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast.